News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Now for uh, we're moving on to Justice Minister Helen McEntee. Good morning to you. I know you're on to talk about about um, ending domestic, sexual, and gender-based violence. But before we do, can we can we talk about those nine 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 calls, Minister? Um, Twenty two thousand have been dropped. Three thousand of them were for, from uh, domestic violence callers. Um, this isn't good enough, and this is certainly the antithesis of, of, of dealing with sexual and gender-based violence. No, it's, look, firstly, it's not good enough. But if I could just stress, and I really want to encourage anyone, if you do need help or if, if people are experiencing um, whether it's domestic violence or other forms um, of, of violence, to please ring 999. It's really important that people have confidence in this system. Um, what we have is a report here which clearly outlines there have been uh, there have been really disappointing situations where people have not been treated in the way that they should, that they have not been responded to. And we don't know for certain if that has resulted in uh, people being hurt further or issues that have, may have arisen from it. So we need to make sure, and I need to make sure as Minister, that this report, that every single recommendation in it is implemented, that the Gardaí do everything that they can to improve the structure and that we continuously monitor this to make sure that these kind of things don't happen again. So, it, you know, it's really disappointing uh, when everybody is doing everything that they can to encourage victims to come forward. To I know you're saying we don't know for violence. sure whether or not um, anybody has suffered harm directly as a call, as as a result of these drop calls. But some of the things that were found, a lack of empathy on the part of somebody taking the calls, no contact details taken for the people who were ringing, no assessment of vulnerability of the person on the phone. Um, It's hard to imagine that harm wasn't caused from those kinds of things. Is this a lack of training or is this a lack of manpower? So there's a a number of things here. I think training is one of them. Um, And this is a priority. It's a priority for me, but also the Gardaí um, in making sure that people are properly trained, not just you know, to be compassionate and to be able to respond to people, but to know what to do in these types of difficult situations. Um, it is about making sure we have more Gardaí, it's about more Gardaí in the call centres, it's about greater supervision um, and it's about making sure that no matter what the situation, that a particular protocol is followed. Okay. And I mean, look what's clear in this is, is that it wasn't in certain instances and I cannot stress how disappointing it is to think that somebody who might have spent days or weeks or months thinking about seeking help. They made the phone call and they weren't treated the way that they should have been or with the respect or they weren't followed through. You know, it's really disappointing but uh, we need to learn from this. Yes. Uh, we need to before it. we move on, but just is is there, because when you, when you read the, the granular detail of this, is there an attitudinal issue that, that, that some within the Gardaí, and I'm a big fan of the Gardaí to be honest, but that some within the Gardaí are dismissive of domestic violence in some way because that's kind of how it reads. And also that there's something wrong with the system where in certain instances people made multiple calls to the guards in one night. They were all picked up by different Gardaí. They were all not, you know, not joined up thinking on it at all. It was, they were logged as separate, separate incidences. And it, it seems that there's some way of not flagging when somebody is repeatedly ringing. Well, I mean, let, let's be honest here, and I don't think this just applies to the Gardaí. You know, domestic violence, sexual violence has been around since people have been, but as an issue, it's only really in the last number of years and the last number of decades been taken seriously. Um, you know, we have a huge amount of work to do in changing how people view domestic violence, that it's not just an issue in families and, well, sure, they'll be fine, we'll leave them to us. So I don't think everybody has gotten to the stage where they see it okay. as a serious crime that it is. And unfortunately, yes, 
that probably means that there are still members in Angarda Shikana who might have that view. But I have to stress that it, that is a very small number, that is a minority, and the vast majority do respond and show compassion and treat people uh, with the dignity okay. and respect that they deserve. But, but not, we're not there yet. And I suppose that's why the conference and all of the work yeah, we're doing. Yeah, and we'll, we're, we're, I'm about to, just, so, but so lastly, before we do, do you have confidence going forward that if a domestic violence all domestic violence victims who can ring 999 now will be dealt with appropriately? Well, look, I, I have confidence that people will be responded to, yes, and that they will be treated appropriately. Can I say that this will never happen again? No, I can't. But I can promise you that I will do everything on my part. Any of the recommendations in this report uh, will be acted on. Any of the recommendations for the department will be acted on. And I've spoken to the Garda Commissioner numerous times and he has reassured me that they uh, and the work that they need to do, that it will be acted on. But we need to continuously monitor this. We can't just say, well, we've, we've made a few changes. That's fine. This has to be continuously looked at. And that's why the, okay. the longer... And, and will there be sanctions? Because I'm saying you, you're saying you can't guarantee it'll never happen again, which means that it may happen again. And will there be sanctions for for for, for members of Angarda Shiakona if if it is found that that somebody rings up in a domestic situation that is a crisis for them, where they're being assaulted or they're being abused, and it isn't dealt with properly? Well, what I can say, based on this report, there are disciplinary procedures already in place. So yes, there will be. This is not a case that we just ignore it, and whoever was involved would be moved somewhere else. Somebody has not done their, their job properly. Somebody has potentially contributed to somebody else being hurt uh, or, or being put in harm's way. And that has to be, there, there has to be disciplinary proceedings. There are already. And if this were to happen again in the future, then that would be the case. But obviously we, we don't, you know, we want to get to a situation where that's not happening. OK, let's move on to what, what, you, what you're currently doing on ending domestic sexual and gender based violence. Talk to us about the Dublin Declaration. So at the moment, um, there are 46, including ourselves, uh, countries that have gathered together over the last two days at the conference that I'm hosting. Um, Ireland currently has the presidency of the Council of Europe, which um, people might be aware is is the largest human rights multilateral organisation on our continent. And um, I felt throughout our presidency, it was important that we focused on domestic, sexual and gender-based violence. So the declaration which to date we have 37 signatories out of the 46, which uh, is is a good number, and we're obviously hoping to to increase that today. Um, It focuses on a number of things which member states essentially are aligning to and committing to that's better training. So that includes guards, judiciary, legal professions, others who would deal with victims uh, and survivors. It focuses on education, which again is an area we are hugely focused on through the Zero Tolerance Plan uh, we've had discussions on perpetrator programs, so actually looking at how to engage with um, men in particular who are committing these crimes, but also then looking at awareness raising. So what happens with this declaration, and I'm confident we'll adopt it this afternoon, is that then feeds into the wider work of the Council of Europe. Uh, and some people will be aware of what's known as the Istanbul Convention, yes. which was a convention that we have signed up to and ratified and is a binding declaration and essentially requires countries to make changes to their policy, to their laws, to improve their support, to improve their structures, to support uh, women and children and victims of domestic violence. So I really hope these two days and following this declaration that it will set 
a further agenda for the Council of Europe and, and really hopefully bring about more change in other countries, including our own. I, I know you have, have to do. Minister, looked at, at sentencing in, in, in various instances, but should be there some kind of minimum sentencing for, for issues of, of um, sexual violence or domestic violence? So what we have in Ireland, we, we have maybe two particular types of offences where there is minimum sentencing, um, but there is a report being done at the moment looking at whether or not we can apply that or we can reduce that or, or how we deal with minimum sentencing. What we can do and what I am doing is increasing the maximum sentence for these type of crimes. So the most common type of domestic violence um, reported crime is, is a common assault charge. At the moment, the maximum penalty is five years. So even if somebody, you know, stabs their partner, which we've seen in certain instances, they receive a max sentence of five years. They plead guilty. There's good behaviour. You know, they could be out after yes. two years. I'm increasing that to 10. So instead of focusing on the minimum, what we're looking at is giving the discretion to the judiciary, which we must do based on, on the, um, the the separation of powers, that we give them the discretion to apply a higher sentence, um, which is not possible at the moment. Does the, do the judiciary need retraining around any of this? It, they do, I think, and, and they're very much engaged on this. So we have a body of work underway at the moment in Ireland focused on training for the judiciary, our legal profession, so the Law Society and the Bar Council have signed up, um, our, our Gardaí who are actually involved in, in greater training in this area and other types of professions. So the, the judiciary are on board. I do think there needs to be greater training right across the board. I right. do think there needs to be a better understanding of this. Um, and I do think, you know, I, I think we have a way to go, but I think we're getting there. And I think right. there's a real focus on this as a problem. Okay. I mean, the facts from Europe yesterday, one in four women are victims of domestic or sexual violence. One in 20 have been raped and one in four know, they are. have been victims of psychological disease. I mean, these very They are stark. Are there's there's so. no doubt. Look, we'll have to leave it there. But thank you very much for speaking to us here on News Talk Breakfast this morning. That is Justice Minister Helen Mack. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.